Hello, and welcome back to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Oda Tettle. And I'm Bonsa. This week, we have a shorter episode with just some rapid fire in two categories, science and geography. That's right. We'll do two sets of 10 questions. So uh, I think it's probably best if we do one set, like I'll do the science questions first, then you do your science questions, and then I'll do my geography, and then you do your geography. That works for me. Who'd like to go first? I can start reading. Um, So I'll do... 10 questions, though. I think we could just do 10 questions in two minutes this week. It's probably fine. Sounds like plenty of time. Yeah, some kind of mix between casual quizzing and uh, rapid fire, so the seat won't be quite so hot this week. (laughs) Just keep it warm. Yeah, exactly. All right, let me just pull up a timer, and I will put two minutes on the timer. Okay. In three, two, one. What's the common name for butterfly larva? Pupa? Caterpillar. Three <laughs> elements on the periodic table begin with the letter O. Name two. Oxygen osmium? Correct. What is the boiling point of water in degrees Fahrenheit? 212. Correct. Ichthyology is the study of what? Uh, fish. Correct. Also known for their luxury cars, what company manufactured the first aircraft engine in 1914? Ferrari? Rolls-Royce. In photography, what is the hole that allows light to enter a camera known as? The aperture? Aperture, correct. What sea creature boasts the world's largest eyes? Blue whale. The giant squid. Oh. A binnacle is a purpose-built housing for what instrument on a ship? The wheel. The compass. (laughs) Who invented vulcanized rubber and began a company famed for using it? Uh... Firestone? Charles Goodyear. God damn. Hair and fingernails, as well as a host of other human and animal body parts, are made from what structural fibrous protein? Chitin? Pardon me? Chitin? Chitin? Keratin. Uh, I think uh, you were pretty close to being on there. There on that one. Oh, uh, yeah, we had lots of time. Uh, that's the rest. That's your 10 questions, and we were under a minute and a half there. Okay, perfect. Um, did you want me to tally those up so I know what you're getting into or do it after? Absolutely. Yeah, let's tally it up. All right, Oditeto, your count is in. You got five out of ten in our first round of science. Five out of ten is way less than I was expecting because I actually think that although I am not an officially trained scientist, I actually thought I knew a little bit about science. Um, I just want to mention pupa, which is coming from the Latin for doll is the life stage of some insects undergoing transformation. Like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it, it's in between larva and something. I have no idea, but I don't know what a pupa is. I'm looking right at the Wikipedia page. Still don't know what it is. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, tough question. <laughs> um, <laughs> oxygen and osmium. What's the third O element? Ooh, um, osmentium or something? It is, I think it's the most recently discovered natural element, maybe. And it would be? Oganesson. Oh, yeah, I did know. Okay, yes, that is. A mo- I think it is the most recently discovered natural element. That is awesome. I completely yeah. forget about that one. I thought I was going to trip you up with the, the metric system and the, the imperial system, the, the avoir du poids degree, if you will. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, I like some metric and imperial system conversion. I like I like converting stuff. You're a measurement uh, you guy. Might have a con- you might have a conversion qu- question coming up as well. So fancy that. Um, so you, how did you say that word about the study of fish? Cause I've been staying in all my life, ichiology, and th- you said, if Is that really how you say it? I said, ichthyology. 
ichthyology because like, that obviously like, would Fisher, rule out it being called itchyology. Yeah, yeah. it's Fisher kind of gross, so it's like ichthyology. <laughs> Just stupid. <laughs> oh man, okay, that was a. Uh, way more intense than all of our rapid fires put together like it, it's that was interesting just yeah. the one category i we got to keep doing this because that was fun all right let's see if i can keep up with your five of ten yeah five or ten you got this okay are you ready to start i am ready to start so let's start two minutes on the clock starting in three two one most weather phenomena occur in what lowest layer of earth's atmosphere the troposphere. Correct. The innermost layer of tissue of the human eye processes what we see and sends signals to the visual cortex. What is the name of that tissue? The retina. Correct. An artificial nitrogen fixation process named after Fritz Haber is the main industrial method for producing what inorganic chemical? I literally just watched a Veritasen video on Fritz Haber, and I don't know. Pass. Ammonia. Ugh. The SI unit of amount of substance, known as the mole, is roughly equivalent to 6.02 times 10 to what power? Uh, that is Avogadro's constant, and it is times 10 to the 26? 23. Ugh. In co contrast with laminar flow, what type of flow is characterized by chaotic changes in pressure and flow velocity? Turbulent. Correct. What taxonomical group's name comes from the late Latin meaning hoofed and consists of horses, pigs, drafts, and other animals? Cattle? Uh, ungulate. Ungulate, okay. In terms of mass, how many pounds are in a British stone? Fourteen. Correct. Meaning flank and sea, what operation is performed in the abdomen using a small incision and with the aid of a camera? Um... Pass? Laparoscopy. Named oh. after characters from works of English literature, including Alexander Pope and Shakespeare, are the moons of what planet? Saturn. Uranus. And finally, pu oh. published in 1988 and written for readers with no prior knowledge of physics, is what book on theoretical cosmology by Stephen Hawking? A Brief History of Time. Correct. And that is the questions in time. All right. Let's tally those bad boys up. Okay, the tally is in, and Bonesaw, you will be surprised to hear you also got 5 out of 10. Oh, uh, man, the one I'm most disappointed about is uh, Saturn and Uranus. I knew it was one of the two, and I just kind of flipped a coin in my mind. They're all named after, like, there's like, uh, I can't even, can't even pull it off the top of my head, but I knew they were all named after Shakespeare characters. Um, I'm surprised you're more disappointed in that than the Fritz Haber uh, question. The ha I, I, yeah. I thought the Haber process was pretty well known, but I'm no scientist, as I mentioned. Yeah, I mean, there was a little bit of the curse of knowledge happening there because I just watched about like an hour long video of all the stuff that he did because he was involved in like the development of mustard gas and like CFCs, chlorofluorocarbons, like all this stuff. And he was he was responsible, I think, for the for putting lead in gasoline as well. He's like he's responsible for changing the course of human history almost more than any other human is probably. Wow. That's a, I gotta yeah. read up on this gentleman because that sounds it's like I need to learn a little bit more. Super interesting. Um, and just circling back a little bit, the for those who don't know, the curse of knowledge is when you're so familiar with a subject that you tend to forget some of the more simple answers to questions. That's right. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to mention because I love uh, meteorology. 
The troposphere is between around ground height or ground and 13 kilometers high, um, though it changes because Earth's not entirely uh, spherical. And tropo means that it is rotating, and that's why there's kind of the tur the with the rotation of the Earth, there's rotational turbulences, and the air mixes, and that kind of determines the structure and the phenomena that happens in the troposphere. It's kind of neat. So you're saying that there's turbulent flow, and then I can just uh, see where you went from one Wikipedia article to the next one. Right <laughs> questions this week. Funnily enough, I got this turbulent question because I saw a picture of a submarine escaping the water, and the water coming off the top was laminar flow, and the water, the wake that it was creating was turbulent. So I don't know why I ended up there, but it was just like a, okay, I guess I'm doing a question about a submarine now. <laughs> no, that's funny. All right, let's get into the next part. I've got 10 geography-related, geography-adjacent questions for you, and I have got two minutes on my clock now. Are you ready for some geo? I'm ready for that geo. Okay, in three, two, one. What part of London is considered to be the UK's Broadway? Main Street? The West End. In what Ontario city would you find Wayne Gretzky Parkway? Calgary? Or Brand. Ontario City. Oh. <laughs> In what city would you find the airport with the code CDG? Uh, Paris. Correct. The town of Luang Prabang is a UNESCO World Heritage Site found in what Asian country? Thailand. Laos. The Brahmaputra joins what other river in Bangladesh to form the world's largest river delta? Irrawaddy. The Ganges. Oh, God. What's the official name for the site that was formerly called Ayers Rock? Uluru? Correct. Table Mountain overlooks which world capital? It's a mesa, and it overlooks... Uh, what is that? Mogadishu. Cape Town. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is the most northern capital on mainland Europe? Stockholm? Helsinki. Jesus. <laughs> what is the only U.S. state with a single syllabled name? Maine. Correct. Mons Olympus, the largest known mountain slash volcano in the solar system, is located where? Mars. Correct. And that is your questions. Once again, exactly a minute and a half. Oh, nothing but consistent. That's right. Consistently wrong in most of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to tally these up. Okay, Otetl, your tally is in. You got four out of ten on geography. How do you feel about that? I mean, if I thought I knew science, I know geography, and this is not representative of <laughs> my overall enjoyment and, I would say, uh, knowledge of geography. Well, I think the, uh, the ten questions is really a high-pressure situation for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't know what it is about the one category rapid fire, but it is way more difficult than I was expecting. <laughs> Did you know that Wayne Gretzky was from Brantford, Ontario? No, I don't know why. I, I thought I kind of didn't really pay attention to the Ontario part, but I thought he was from Calgary. Maybe because he played for the Cal the Edmonton Oilers, actually. Did he play for the Oilers? Yeah, he did play for the Edmonton okay. for many years. So maybe that's... Well, that, well, that wouldn't close, even be Calgary. Close to Calgary. Yeah. Closer than Brantford, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, CDG, what does that stand for? Charles de Gaulle. That's correct. That's in Paris. Uh, the Ganges is a major river in that part of the world, South Asia. Let me just see what the Iriwadi is. 
The Irrawaddy River is in Myanmar. Oh, how I'm so stupid. <laughs> I mean, they, they at least share a border. It's not like I was like on the opposite side of the globe or anything. They share a border, but obviously the Irrawaddy River is the largest in Myanmar. Ob everyone knows that. Everybody knows that. It's just <laughs> one of those things that people know, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I want to know how in the world you came up with the only U.S. state with a single syllable name so instantly. Like, like you must have known that fact. You didn't figure that out on the spot. I don't know what I think I was just so disappointed that it just came to me. Maybe it was some like the forces of the universe gave me that answer because they're like, you're not walking away with three out of ten here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you absolutely nailed that one impressively fast. Oh, thank you. I think it's time for you to look at some geography now. All right. Four to beat. Four to beat. Uh, looking at these questions, I suspect you will get them. But who knows? The pressure's on. Would you like to start? I would like to start. I am ready to start, and you are ready to start. So let's start in rapid fire geography. Ten questions, two minutes on the clock in three, two, one. V.S. Nepal is a Nobel Prize winning writer from what southernmost island country in the Caribbean? Curacao. Trinidad and Tobago. The ancient city of Troy is found in what modern day country? Greece. Turkey. Name, I knew it. <laughs> name either Asian country linked by the Khyber Pass. Pakistan. Correct. What is the last name of the Italian explorer whose name gives us the term America? Vespucci. Correct. The first inter-Korean summit since the Korean War took place in the summer of 2000 and in what Korean capital city? Mm, that's rude. Pyongyang. Correct. The Sargasso Sea has how many land borders? It has zero land borders. Correct. Meaning opposite foot is what geog geographical term that denotes any spot on Earth diametrically opposite another, such as the North and South Poles? An antipode? Yeah, an antipode antipodes. What country shares a border with Turkey, Armenia, Azerbaijan, and Russia? Kazakhstan? Georgia. On what Hawaiian Georgia. island would you find Honolulu? Uh, the big island. Hawaii. Oahu. Oh, okay. Containing more fresh water by volume than the North American Great Lakes combined, Lake Baikal is in which country? Oh, okay. So I want to say Russia, but that's too obvious. So I will say Kazakhstan again. Russia. Damn it! <laughs> Why would that, I do that? And that is your question. And uh, I'm just going to tally these up. I should have just said the former USSR. <laughs> All right, Bonesaw, your score is in, and you have five out of ten, which is one more than I had, which makes you the victor of this week's episode. Congratulations. And to the victor go the spoils. Absolutely. So how did you know Amerigo Vespucci? Does just something that trivia people know? Uh, Yep, that's just something I've, just, I've known for a long time. Amerigo Vespucci. Nice. And uh, the Khyber Pass links Pakistan to which other country? Afghanistan? Absolutely. Um, I didn't realize I was going to... I didn't trip you up, but I did a little sneaky on you with the Pyongyang. Um, uh, that one I certainly... Uh, did a little bit of game theory and I was like, you said Korean capital. I caught what your trick was, but then I was like, oh no, is Oda Tettle asking me 
like trying to trick me to say Pyongyang in a way that because because it's Seoul or is I don't know. And I went back and forth, you know, it's like, uh, are you trying to trick me? And I, but you're going to know that I know that that I know that you know that I know. So I didn't yeah. I just flipped a coin at the end of the day. How much game theory can there possibly be? What's funny <laughs> is I was trying to trick you a different way because I always mix up Pyongyang and Pyeongchang, which is where the Olympics were. So I right. thought that was going to be the the big thing, but luckily you just arrived at the right answer. Um, so Sargasso Sea is another trivia classic, eh? It is, yeah. So the Sargasso Sea is a sea within a sea. It's just, uh, it's just the body of water that's surrounded by a number of different like currents, I guess, like jet streams or something like that. Yeah, it's surrounded by the Gulf Stream, the North Atlantic Current, the Canary Current, and the North Atlantic Equatorial Current. That's right. And Sargasso, the name comes from Sargassum, which is the name of the distinctly brown seaweed that floats to the top of the Sargasso Sea and floats there because the waters are super calm. Very interesting. Yeah, it's right. It's, there's no like real current to them because it's all the other currents take the yeah. water away or something. I don't know. Pro- probably something. I'm like not that. a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, Antipodes uh, is a word I learned from my favorite book, Alice in Wonderland. Um, and I'll just explain the scene where she uses this word. So she falls down the rabbit hole very early on in the novel. Um, and she's kind of musing about her situation. So first she wonders whether she's traveled already 4,000 miles to the center of the earth, um, which is correct. It is about 4,000 miles to the center of the earth. Uh, then she wonders whether her latitude or longitude would change based on how much she's fallen. And then the narrator clarifies she doesn't even know what those are. And then she finally thinks that if she's past the center of the earth, she might fall straight through to the other side, which she's calling Australia, New Zealand. And she calls it the antipathy. Like she has already forgotten the word antipathy. She calls it the antipathy, which I thought is great. Huh. Very good. Yeah, that's um, I, I've heard the word before uh, and I, I didn't immediately come up with it, but you gave me the etymology and foot being pod that they gave me the word in a backwards entry to it. Yeah, I think technically it's anti doesn't mean opposite. It means the other. So antipode mm. would be the other foot. But if the other and opposite aren't somehow like almost the same word, then I'm not a trivia guy. Well, we will just call that close enough then. <laughs> um, yeah, this is great. What a great fun and extremely stressful time I just had with you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week to see what Cerberus and Two Dudes Doing Trivia have in common. If you have any questions, comments, trivia categories you'd like us to explore, or mini games you'd like us to play, we can be reached at 2dDTpodcast at gmail.com. That's 2, the number 2dDTpodcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye!